0: This is a conversation with Dirk Merivoot. Hi, Dirk. Hi, Serge. Um, so, while you have a lot of influences in your work, probably the most important one has been postural integration.
1: Yeah, that's indeed where my more holistic approach got root in uh, body. Um I have been tempting to bring body and mind together because I'm uh, a psychomotor therapist, with, which is a discipline in, in uh, um, academic uh, circles here in Belgium. Um, but in academic circles, the split between the body and the mind or the psyche and the motor or all these, you know, dualities wasn't um, brought together satisfactorily. Totally for me. Mm-hmm. So when discovering uh, postural integration in the early 1980s, that uh, material and uh, work coming from America, you know, that was the gold mine for us Europeans back then. That gave me and and so many other people access to uh, a truly holistic approach. You know, where you can work simultaneously with the body and then you have a way to deal with emotions, to work through the emotions to see what's, you know, in the mind, what the thoughts are and where does the person go, you know, and just to be able to see so much to to read, you know, to learn in the body okay. Okay. Um, that that was uh, right away uh, Kind of a passion I developed for postural integration, and then uh, from that I simply explored uh, a few other things. Uh, but it's it's still my my first love, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe it makes sense to talk a little bit to say it's postural integration, not structural integration.
1: Yes. Well, already in the name, you know, postural integration posture is about your physical posture, it's your structure also, but it's also about your attitudes, it's about your way of life, it's about how you are, you know, in in this horizontal and vertical dimensions in life. And uh, so that brings the whole person in, in into the field. And from, of course, uh, Jack was Jack Painter, who developed posture integration was strongly influenced by Wilhelm Reich. And uh, so this whole idea that um, emotional blockages are in the body, you know, this um, brings, um, yeah, the whole idea of posture into uh, aliveness. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. So you you pointed out, uh, we talk about posture, in a way, in two different meanings. One is the physical posture of the body, the way the body holds itself, and another is, in a way, the attitude that we have uh, toward the world.
1: Yes, exactly. And, yeah, so we have to deal then in this method with... Uh, the structural part also, you know, how we deal with gravities, like we, the structure integration people are, are doing. And we have many techniques, uh, because Jack a Painter was himself Rolf by either Rolf and had been in Rolf in classes, uh, a lot. So we are, we are doing kind of that work, but his, um, uh, system is a new synthesis, you know, bringing in uh, gestalt work, is bringing in Reichen energetic work, is bringing in five elements, uh, or oriental medicine work, um, movement awareness into one uh, concept, into one paradigm system.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, understanding yeah. of course the Absurdity of trying to find one case that shows all the aspects of how the approach works. Uh, is there a way to talk maybe about uh, an example of, say, how it might work out in a session or mm-hmm. in a therapy? Yeah. Well, of course, in a session,
1: you never knows. You never know who comes into your um, therapy room. Um, so you might have a very insecure person, or you might have a very needy person, or you might have just simply a good-feeling, expressive person who just wants to explore some, uh, work with, new work with the body. So you, you don't know who, who comes in, and so either whether people are like, uh, what Jack Painter, um, a certain moment, called natural character styles. You know, these people are like uh, grounded. You know, they're like receptive. They're like expressive. They like uh, they have a certain freedom. You know, so then, of course, you you can work with a good energy system with a healthy uh, uh, dynamic. But, of course, many people are not in that place, so they are kind of um, ungrounded, they're kind of fragmented, they're kind of needy or um, inflated uh, or, or, or compressed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, to give an example of, of these five things that I, I am telling, um, the, the, the insecure person... Well this man or this woman will be um, not well in the body, you know, will not be very embodied, will not be very well um, feeling, you know, will be maybe in the head, will be breathing superficially, will maybe have the eyes, you know, somewhere in the room, but not with me. So then my work is to create, through the relationship, some sense of security for this person. Mm-hmm. So the way I do this is that I suggest, you know, like when we're sitting uh, in the room together, that maybe the person can, can feel it, him or herself, can touch himself, um, uh, to make it okay that uh, the person makes a connection to him or herself, you know, also physical uh, to to feel um, the floor the contact with the feet and that's that's already um uh, steps in 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 the progression of a session mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. person is already in into a process where he is already doing some um significant work for his um, fragmentedness So, but it can be a needy person, somebody who's like you know, uh, he sticks the head out and with a lot of expectations and a lot of um, hopefulness, um, but clearly not being in tune with the possibility to find answers inside. Mm
0: -hmm. So, I'm I'm just noticing as you make these descriptions. And I'm Mm. comparing it in a way to say Raikin or, you know, Mm. neo-Raikin character types, uh, um, that you really, uh, in a way, when you, you describe, you don't, not so much describe, say, the appearance of the body in a static form as you describe literally the posture when you Mm. say the, the sticking out, you know, that way. So you're, you're, uh, not just in a way describing the shape. But, you know, the whole movement of the way the person encounters the world.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's also the shape, of course, because we can, like the other Reichen schools, uh, we can read the body, but it's, uh, it's, it's these postures, it's these expressions, it's these, um nonverbal signs, you know, how does the people um organize his or her own energy? And how is this energy organized in a field with me, with the room, with the outside world? So I'm pers- perceptive to all that information and then uh I'm making an assessment uh about where uh, and how to, to 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 give a first step, you know, to the to the person, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that it's relevant, that it's helpful, you know, to to go somewhere.
0: Yeah, and mm-hmm. so these um, these postures, uh, do you have in uh, postural integration the same typology, say as Reiki types? or is it a different typology or is it something that's more flexible mhm well of course
1: um we have a lot in common you know and we have uh, borrowed quite a bit from uh, the Rykin and the Lowenian and the uh, um, characterology descriptions um but i think posture integration in a way has uh, because it it was not or it was not developed as a psychotherapy and it was not developed for people really uh, with psycho big psychological problems so it comes more from the humanistic side and the personal growth uh, and the bodywork uh, side that we have come to to more um, na- descriptions of natural um, Character styles. And I know the bioenergetic people and the core energetic people they also do that, but it's like um, um, it, it it's like it it lowers the barrier between the client and the therapist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because when I'm as a therapist in, in a natural state and I sense of the other person and, and I try to sense the natural state. Um, traits, you know, like is this person grounded, is he receptive, is he expressive, passionate creative, joyful uh, you know uh, satisfied these are all um, things that are already there, so it's very important to have a vision, I believe and I think Jack Painter had very much of that to see the person as um...
0: Is, is as much as possible as, as with healthy traits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so the opposite of uh, looking at for pathology,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but looking for the traits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you were, you know, as you were talking, you mentioned several, so it, it doesn't give me a sense of there's a, a menu of mm-hmm. uh, five or six or ten traits but there's mm-hmm. a sense of openness about what it might be, or is there some uh, pre uh, predetermined kind of looking for some traits?
1: Well, we have, of course, a whole frame, you know, that Jack Painter developed something like what is known as the energetic cycle, you know, where he looks at how uh, in a natural um, flow energy can be, charged more and discharged more and how we can bring ourselves to levels of joy and pleasure and even ecstatic feelings or um, surrendering into into orgastic feelings etc it's it's an elaboration of Reich's four beat formula if you want
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, so there is a, a map you know that that is written down and that is um, uh, publicized, and which is one of our backbones uh, to work with. And then of course, there is the whole um, knowledge about the relationship that we have built and the knowledge about the connection between the fascia, the myofascia. Is The tissue that envelopes the muscles, and the all also work on that level. How it connects with, for instance, the fragmented dynamic or with the needy person. How does the fascia look in the compressed person? The denseness of it, you know, and we look at it in a, in a quiet Specialized way in, in layers of fascia. How it can be hard on the outside. A person, when you touch the person, it can feel hard on the outside, but then more soft on the inside. You know, it's like the core and the sleeve are not together in the person, mm-hmm. or it may be the other way around. So, Jack Painter also developed a whole, let's say, a new characterology, and it uh, has. Um, uh, similarities with the Riken or the Lowenian uh, character types or the Kellerman types. or, or you know, He puts it all in a chart in his book. But it's more about the touch, you know, the tissue. And I think that is the the, the part that postural integration is bringing uh, to the world, you know, a lot mm-hmm, of notes mm-hmm. there. Yeah. How does the tissue feel and how can you work with the tissue and how, what are the criteria when you get from, in the tissue, in the sense of the tissue, from a fragmented state to a grounded state? When you evolve from a neediness to simply being able to receive, to let it in. How does it feel in the tissue? How does it appear not only in the posture, but in, 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 in the whole appearance of the skin and the fascia.
0: Mm-hmm. So, person. so, so uh, you know, the key part in a way that is difference between other methods is that this involves touch. Yes. And uh, with the touch, there is um, that awareness of the practitioner mm-hmm. of the fascia and yeah. the tissue. So mm-hmm. it's not just in terms of appearance, but, you know, the touching of it.
1: Exactly. The touching gives us so much more additional information than our eyes can tell or our ears can hear or even our somatic, you know, um, transference, -transference counter-transference can learn us. The touching really, if you learn how to do it, and of course it needs practice and training, Then there's a whole uh, new field that I think traditional body psychotherapy, there are not so many schools who who really have that as a specialty. Um, It's a a very um, powerful additional tool. And also in the effect that we have on touching the body, like really being able to transform the tissue with the help of the client and his energy and his consciousness to, to to make it more soft, you know, when it's hard on the outside, to make it more soft when it's uh, in a blocked state, you know, like when the person is, is holding on, you know, I'm not letting go of this uh... rigidity in my back, you know, then when that starts to go with the help of the breathing that we do, with the help of the uh, physical work touching the mm-hmm, body mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's that's really uh where the the, the the change lasts if it's in the tissue the change really is in the tissue then it's it, it lasts
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so at the beginning when we were talking about you know, what's a session like? You mentioned something, and you were talking about, say, an insecure person and helping the person ground and, uh, you know, feel safer. So at that moment, there's still no touching because you, you have to establish rapport, you have to establish safety. So let's talk a little bit about what happens in the work when the work involves touching and some of the, the sense of what the work is about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say that so well. That, like any other uh, therapy, we need to have this rapport, and we, ha- we need to have the security, and we need to have the permission of the client to be able to to work with nudity and with touch. So, when we are at when we have come to that point of working with touch, the first thing we do is learn. The client work with the touch, learn the client for instance to f- how do you find security in yourself to self touch so use self touch um, or some people you know they're touching themselves and they're not aware of the fact that they're touching themselves, so bringing awareness to the self touch of the person is an entrance to the to the touch of the therapist you know like that I say now, how would it be for you that I now that I now put my hand there where you have your hand? You no, know, and then what is the message there? What is the my hand uh, bringing now as a message to you? So that's a start uh, of a way to work with the touch, and then uh, also to bring in the emotional contents. What does it mean? The meaning of the touch. And then, if we see, for instance, that there is some stuckness, some blockage, the client feels, "Oh, my chest! You know, I, I feel so closed here. I cannot open my heart. I cannot. Uh, I feel this uh, tightness in my in my chest. You know." Then uh, we may propose. I may propose to do a myofascial stroke. That's how we call that. So then it becomes like a role thing like technique we bring in, a structural integration technique, but combined with the breath and working with the characterological dynamics, so seeing what is the client doing with his eyes. Is he or she looking at me? Is he fragmenting? Is, is there a neediness? Is there a compression in the body? Is there... Or is it simply good, you know, and is there already an openness and, and, and a temporary, uh, ecstatic, ecstatic feeling even?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so that
1: can happen very,
0: very quickly. So that sense of, um, you know, there is definitely this, uh, in-depth body work that is, uh, integrated with a sense of the psychological dynamics of the person. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, um, is that, you know, also related to what happens moment by moment in the relationship with the therapist? In what way does it show up? Yes,
1: every moment is important. I would uh, answer your question like that. That As we go along together, you know, working with touch and working with... Um, the breath and the connection, the the client and the therapist, then we discover uh, together where the next step uh, may be. So, the client in our work is really the center of the therapy. So, asking the client, you know, where do you think now, which is a good next step for you, you know, what, what do you feel? Where this goes, you know, what is, um, uh, what is happening in your body that wants to open up or what is happening in your body simply, you know, is there a tightness, is there a contraction somewhere, and what do you, what do you do with it? So, it's following the process, you know. And in that way, it's not like the therapist knows. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Myron Sheriff once he was looking at the, a demonstration of Jack Painter. I think it was somewhere in Spain in a, in a congress, and he described Jack's work as a "Who Done It." You know, it's a "Who Done It." So exploring little by little, and where. Uh, is it connected to you know? It can come to mommy and daddy, and it can can come to 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 the story, you know. And then in the end, we both know mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what it's about. And of course, with with a, a lot of theory, you know, uh, many times I know in advance a little bit, you know, uh, where things are 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 um or held or what the story is. But I prefer not to know, you know, I prefer to be like, um a little bit innocent, you know, mm-hmm. just explore, you know, we we'll explore together. And, uh, we see where we get stuck or you get stuck or I get stuck.
0: Yeah. It's yeah.
1: also a, a, a very nice moment to reveal myself, you know, now I feel stuck. It's uh, It's a very, a helpful uh, moment for the client as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. But in this case, there is a form of intimacy that is different mm. from, mm. say, other forms of therapy, uh, and it's related to the fact that you're literally touching the points of stuckness. It's not just an abstract concept. It's not, you know, there's not the distance of the two chairs being far apart but you're literally touching the stuckness in the tissue at the same time as the emotion is intense.
1: Yes. You say that so well. Thank you. (laughs) And it it, it really changes the whole approach to therapy for me, because when I'm not working in a touch modality, you know, when I'm doing my other work like psychomotor therapy, you know, I I, I have some sessions It's not with touching. But then, uh when I observe myself, I get into frames sometimes, you know, I get into knowledge, I get into my head, and then that's my countertransference, in a way, and I have, that happens um, in another way, I don't say it doesn't happen, but it happens in another way, it's another process when I'm working with touch, there's a lot of intimacy there. And there's a lot of exchange possible and uh, a lot of responsibility that can stay with the client. You know, I don't have to know. The client really is feeling a lot there and he or she has so much information now that I can imagine, you know, because I've had so many sessions myself, but that's really where I want to have the center of the, of the therapy. It's, 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 uh, in the client a lot. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. And so, together with stuckness is also the notion of resistance. You know, Mm. so what about resistance in in
1: this approach? Yeah, sometimes people are resisting touch. Mm -hmm. So they go like, no, you know, don't touch me. Uh, Get out. Uh, Or don't touch me here, you know, you can touch me there, but you can't touch me there, or um, no, I'm not taking off this piece of clothing for you, you know, so that's all uh, a posture in a, in a way, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the character you know, style of appearing, so then, yeah, it needs creativity you know how sometimes going under the radar you know like um, with the inflated person you know who's so strong you know but it's an illusion it's a, it's an air castle so it would be good you know and i can feel that that this person could come down in the body could could feel the legs so then I go under the radar and say sometimes, oh, you know, I feel you're so, you have all this strength, you have all this energy, you know, it's so great to feel that for me. And now how would it, you know, feel for you, you know, to bring more of that strength also in your legs? Well, mm-hmm. It's a bit, you know, a, a kind way to, to deal with the issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, you are not grounded <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get into your knees, uh, right. get down. Sometimes I do that also. You know, there's no right and wrong. There's no mm-hmm. good way, bad way. But uh, you just need to learn so many ways to do it. Um, so sometimes it's more permissive, and sometimes uh, more authoritarian style.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Working with resistance.
0: But so, what you're describing is in a way um, the resistance is perceived in a context where there is a relational, uh, it's a relational context between the client and the therapist. And it's not yeah. you're resisting, but how am I adjusting my approach so that exactly. to make the, uh, to meet the client where they are.
1: Exactly, yes. That's exactly what it's about to meet the client where he or she is. And that's my job, you know I need to do that work, and the client is uh, not supposed to have dealt with so many uh, complexity you mm-hmm. know for mm-hmm. himself, so I need to help the client to find ways you know in a, in a rela- and so to help him or her to stay in the relationship mm-hmm and for me for myself to help myself to stay in the relationship
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so this might be a good place to end but i want to check with you if there's something else that you might want to add
1: mhm well maybe you know uh posture integration is is the of course the main method that jack developed it. In the the, 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 the in his lifetime, he also developed energetic integration, which is a work that is not focused on the myofascia so much, but more on the energetic cycle, so, and, and there are separate trainings in this, so people can learn posture integration where they can learn all the myofascial work, it's like the the 10 rolling sessions but we have 12 uh, because we do some 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 extra work with the relationship with the outside world and uh, so bringing in more the horizontal the relational uh, into the uh, scheme and uh, then, the, so the energetic integration work, um, but they're quite similar in the way that we work with the character traits and work with the energy and the charging and the discharging. And then we have a specialized work of that. It's called pelvic heart integration, which is dealing with the split between the heart and the genitals. It's dealing with uh, love and sexuality split. Mm-hmm. It's dealing with the, the the masculine and the feminine, whatever that means for somebody, because we don't want to be uh, stereotyped with these the descriptions, but mm-hmm. it, it's about some polarity that has to do with, you know, with the sun and the moon or your masculine and feminine and to, to bring it in the relationship, your genitals and your heart. Mm-hmm. to to bring that also into a flow, so to overcome um, rigidity, basically, and to to help people to get to even better feeling places. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole, let's say, area of work where most psychotherapy doesn't go. Uh, And that, I think, is a a great... um, Gift that Jack Pater made, you know, to develop this. And we're bringing it in the world with uh, many people uh, all over in different continents. I'm in Belgium and working in in Europe, but I'm traveling and uh, so very nice to see other people and (laughs) very nice (laughs) to see your research.
0: Thanks, Dirk. This recording is part of the Somatic Mindfulness and Relational Psychotherapy podcast. See the website relationalimplicit.com.
1: Feeling places. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole, let's say, area of work where most psychotherapy doesn't go. And that, I think, is a, a great... Um, Gift that uh, Jack Pater uh, made you know, to develop um, this. And we're bringing it in the world with uh, many people uh, all over in different continents. I'm in Belgium and uh, working in, in Europe, but I'm traveling and uh, so very nice to see other people and <laughs> very nice <laughs> to see
0: your research. Thanks, Dirk. This recording is part of the Somatic Mindfulness and Relational Psychotherapy podcast. See the website relationalimplicit.com.